Welcome to Death Row. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> I'm gonna fight your fucking ass. You don't got, you're playing touch butt with that dork in the park. Ah, uh, there's a little snake in the grass. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. No fucking Jesus, people. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Hey, pussy, are you still there? I'm back. Who the fuck is that guy? Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. I would like to introduce... Welcome to the MMA for Money Show, episode 80. In this episode, we'll be reviewing UFC 259 and previewing UFC uh, Vegas 21, Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad. The MMA for Money Show is here live on HAPS. Also, if you've subscribed to us on HAPS, we've reached the point where we can accept monthly sponsorships for as little as a dollar a month, which is super exciting for us. So please go and do that if you can. Remember, you can find the show on HAPS, Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Subscribe and never miss a show. Like, comment, and share, and spread the word. Uh, where are you guys all watching from? Uh, just want to get, put your country and your city into the, the chat and just uh, let us know where you're uh, tuning in from. I'm here with my boy T, the producer of the MMA for Money show. Uh, hey, what's up, shout- everybody? Give him a shout-out over there on Twitter. Uh, I believe it's uh, 504 underscore Saints, correct, T? Yep. Yeah, so um, we're stoked to be here with you guys and review uh, what was a very exciting uh, UFC last weekend, UFC 259. Um, It it literally started with knockouts and uh, literally and finishes and just kind of kept going. Um, Super exciting. I'm not going to go through the the whole entire show, um, but I definitely want to say hello to a couple people in the chat right now. We got Lucia from the HAPS team. Uh, Hello, sweetie. And uh, we appreciate you and uh, hope you uh, saw that a, a few of us, uh, me, Ryan, uh, Prime, and T, uh, donated to your uh, your tumor treatment. So I hope that you get some help. We love you and we appreciate you. Uh, Bannerman, uh, appreciate you as well tuning in. Uh, Jamie Birch over there. We got Tippy in the house. Jackie Girl, uh, appreciate all you guys. Uh, you know, tuning in live with us uh, to just talk some UFC chat. Well, uh, this UFC 259, like I said, I'm not going to go into every single fight because there was too many, but the ones I want to make sure I do touch are uh, the, the important points. Uh, firstly and, and foremost, it's going to be the Jan versus Sterling knee. Uh, and I mean, man, if you would have watched me during the fight, I was screaming at uh, Sterling to do not <laughs> fucking get up. You fucking idiot. Please don't get up. You like for your family, for everything you worked for. And I know he's going to get a lot of shit uh, for being called a quitter. He's going to be called uh, this and that, you know, for taking, you know, what you can be called a dive. Um, What do you think about that to you? I know you got a strong opinion on it. I bet him. I I thought he had a chance to sub him. Um, So it didn't look like that was going to happen. I mean, he still had a chance to win my bet, but. When he got kneed in the head, I was like, there's no way this is happening. And because I had, you know, the DQ won me my bet, too. So I, I hit a plus 270 because he kneed him in the head. And I was screaming. If he, he got up, he was a moron. I'm sorry. Like, you, you had to just take that at that point. Yeah. yeah. So, in my opinion, well, for my bet, too, you know, I had to win my bet. <laughs> well, anyone who bet Sterling was stoked that uh, he obviously won that fight. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, it was an illegal knee. And it was a it was really really strong one. It wasn't like oh just it barely clipped him. Uh, it, it rocked him pretty good, you know. But he he definitely did a decent job at uh, doing his uh, Ginobili, uh, 
you know, for the, the from the Spurs, he used to flop all over the place in the NBA. So he uh, definitely did his modern day Ginobili in there. But I mean, you can't blame him. He, uh, he now he's the champion. He's got gold around his waist. Uh, you, you know, can't hate a man for you know helping his family. So good for him on that and in that sense. But uh, you know, it's going to be a tainted legacy. And and I, I, you know, I hope he goes full heel and he just literally doesn't give uh, Jan a, a shot and just goes off on and does something ridiculous. But it's crazy how the UFC now, you know, they literally just get like almost six months to a year worth of extra fights in that division for you know less money now, knowing that Jan deserves to to win. I mean, Sterling can fight, go and fight someone else. They can make money, and then they go back to Yon and make money. So UFC, it, they loved kind of what happened there, even though it was weird. They they hold the power now, and um, it's going to be super interesting to, to going on in the future. What do you think about the rematch? If when they do the rematch, oh, Yon, Yon, Yon's Yon, going to be a bigger favorite now, or, or yeah, bigger favorite, and and Yon's going to uh, is going to do. He was winning, you know, and he's going to he was going to do even more work in the later rounds, but. It is what it is, man. He knew he's a champ. He knew he was an illegal knee. And, uh, you know, he paid the consequences now. He has to get stripped of his belt and um, not get paid as much next fight, most likely, and might have to fight someone uh, other than the champ. So it'll be very interesting. Um, the next uh, discussion will be uh, Amanda Nunez. Jeez, man. Talk about the GOAT. Uh, I just all all I've heard all week long and leading up to this fight was Megan Anderson this. She's so big. Oh my gosh, she's gonna knock out me. Just shut up, dude. All you got, shut up. She wasn't gonna do shit. Not a damn thing. Go look at the <laughs> podcast last week. I said it. The giraffe was not gonna do a thing. Nothing. She got. I, I even called it. Go back. I said Amanda Nunes is going to sub her, and what did she do? Subbed her. Bang, baby. So whoever hit that, uh, you're welcome because uh, that was free money and easy money. But um, I'm still, I'm, I'm, you know, I call me mean, call me whatever, but I'm stoked. You know, I guess they got rid of the UFC 145 division. Megan Anderson announced it on her uh, Twitch channel channel earlier today. Um, I guess uh, Spencer and uh, someone else will, will be the last uh, 145 fight. You know, it, there isn't enough of you. It wasn't that exciting. You know, like I said, Nunez is just dominating all of you. Um, people really, really thought Megan Anderson had a chance, and it, they're just seriously tripping. Well, um, what What do you think about Nunez? Um, I mean, this probably isn't going to happen, but f- fighting a male now, like a, a, a male that weighs less than her, say 20 uh, pounds, f- 10, 15 pounds less than her, I really I, think she'd end up knocking him out, to be honest. I, 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 I think like for fu- it would be fun to see her fight a 135 pounder. Put her in there versus Casey Kenny. I'll watch. I'll put my money down on Amanda Nunez to whoop Casey Kenny's ace. But um, you know, it well, is what it well, is. Well, it's like what we've talked about. What guy is going to take that fight? I mean, you get a, yeah, you're going to have uh, to make that no, a big purse. You know, nah, you it, it, it's not going to happen. But um, you know, so in the leading into that, while I'm on the Casey Kenny subject, he fought uh, Dominic Cruz, the goat. Uh, like I said last week, you know, we never ever go against the OG, uh, especially someone like Dominic Cruz. The IQ is too high. I said he was going to school Elliot, and I don't even like Dominic Cruz. It took me a lot of pride to drop to tell you guys to bet Dominic Cruz last week. Um, it just shows you that I'm very good at uh, putting my emotions aside for you guys to at least put a bet down. Because if in truth be told, I wanted to put money on Kenny and just watch him and just fight and hopefully win. But that's not how you do bets. Uh, you don't put emotions into it. Otherwise, you most likely will lose. Uh, we'll get into that uh, emotional type betting later in the new card. Um, 
so the next one we're going to recap is uh, uh, Tim Elliott, man, uh, just absolutely dominated Jordan Espinosa for our, our bet for the, the show. Uh, just looked fantastic, man, just all over Jordan Espinosa, talking crap in his ear. Um, I, I guess I don't know what exactly he said on the camera or um, that got beeped out, but I, th- I heard something about uh, Jordan Espinosa possibly being um, an abuser, but I don't know. You know, I'm no one to talk with my brother freaking being the war machine. Uh, he's the biggest dummy in the world. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, Elliot looked amazing. His jujitsu scrambling, everything looked on point and uh, good for him. Sad to say my bet on Song Yadong, uh, he just did not look the same um, and, uh, you know, lost his the, the fight. So it is what it is. And uh, so we ended up uh, negative. I think it was negative 6.5 units on the night. Uh, you know, it is what it is. If you take those losses sometimes, um uh, at the end of the night now we have uh jan versus izzy man that fight was i uh, mean i was talking shit you can go on twitter and i was like Izzy's gonna win this easy uh best i've said it always he's the best striker there is and he was proving me right for a couple of rounds man and uh but yeah man, man. Got tired, yeah dude jenny on the block my boy uh, your favorite garbage man bob uh you know he he loves uh jan and so jan dude he looked amazing man you you can't even hate uh on the man dude but uh izzy's ground game you know uh, i've i've talked really highly about his takedown defense and it kind of was exposed um you know he he was looking ahead talking about john jones fight and this and that it, now it's kind of like he just bit off a little more than he could chew you couldn't even eat up jan um but is he still one of the best is the best striker in the ufc uh bar none just needs to get that uh wrestling and jujitsu just a little bit better but um, it is what it is. And, um, Islam, uh, Makashov, uh, versus our boy, Drew Dober, you know, that, that, that fight, obviously as fans, we love Drew Dober on the show. Um, but it, it, it just, it, you know, didn't, it wasn't going to work out, man. I knew that the wrestling of, uh, Islam was good top shelf. Daniel Cormier talked about it and brought it up, said it was even better straight wrestling than Khabib really worried me for, for uh, Dober. Well, do you, do you think Islam's going to make a run now at the title? Who, um, definitely going to stop him. Definitely going to uh, make a run at the title. Um, I, I'm not sure about his striking just yet, so I need to see him versus uh, someone. Um, even like uh, Dustin Poirier would be fun to watch him scrap, so um, that would be really interesting. So looking forward, the the division is going to be super um, exciting. So that's pretty much it for um, all of uh, that UFC 259, and, and now we can uh, jump into this weekend's UFC Vegas 21 um we're gonna do i'm gonna jump into the prelims uh i'm not gonna go too in depth on every prelim but the one that i am gonna get into right away is gonna be my uh right off the bat it's gonna be my bet and one of the first bets on for the podcast or is the first bet for the podcast um it's gonna be uh matt it's jason witt at plus one uh, plus 105 versus matthew selzenberger uh, dude, man, I, I can't say enough good things about uh, Matthew Selzenberger uh, just because I love the aggressiveness, the way that this kid uh, clinches up. He knees uh, the elbows, too, while he's in the clinch. Just super smart. Um, he used to fight at 205 pounds when he was back in an amateur, um, fought at 185. And then now this fight's at 170. And it's a guy versus Jason Witt, who uh, doesn't take damage very well. You know, uh, he's, uh, you know, uh, he, he lost, I believe. He lost a TKO loss versus Takashi Sato, and uh, I think that was two fights ago, and it was a vicious TKO KO, and and that that really you know just shows me that his chin is not there. Um, so I really do like Matthew Selzenberger in this position. I think that this kid uh, in the clinch and um, just his knees, his elbows are are just absolutely vicious. Um, I, I know that uh, 
Jason Witt has a little, you know, decent wrestling game. And, and I'm going to be, there's going to be a threat of a, a submission or just a, a three round lay and pray. But I, I really believe that the the get up game of Matthew Selzenberger is good, is really good and up there. He doesn't just land on his back and the, you know, lay there and, and guard. He literally gets up immediately and tries to get up to get back to uh, this clinch and striking game. So this is, will be my first bet of that. Like I said, I'll be putting 1.25 units down on uh, Matthew Selzenberger to absolutely dominate Jason Witt. Um, next up on the card, we have uh, Gloria DePaula. Um, she's ne- she was negative 185 when we were uh, writing the notes for the show. She's fighting Miss, um, let's see, sorry. Um, Jinyu Frey. Uh, Jinyu Frey, man, uh, pretty good uh, striker. That's that's what she likes to do. Um, she's fairly thin, though. Um, she, she can be bullied around and... I, I just I'm not really high on her. She's getting older. She's she's not she's peaked a long time ago. Um, the Gloria De Paula though, um, I, I'm I actually like this this girl and the potential she shows. Straight punches, um, aggressive in the clinch, um, a lot younger than Jin Frey, so it gives me that edge as well. So I was I was interested in betting this possibly, but it was a lower class women's MMA, so I uh, skipped it. But I'm I'm going with Gloria De, De Gloria De Paula. Didn't we um, think the DePaula knockout wasn't too bad a bet? I, I mean, we're not gonna play it as a bet, but um, I, I definitely I know norm- normally you, we don't play women's MMA uh, knockout K or props in general unless it's decision. I usually am a huge decision prop um, better uh, for women's MMA if I'm gonna do it. Um, I would possibly look at her by decision, but that TKO KO, I really think that Ginny uh, Frey can take damage and end up uh, hurt from Gloria, but it's women's MMA, so probably decision yeah. is most likely the case um n- next up on the card we have uh jonathan martinez versus uh the little the veteran davy grant um you know uh john martinez super long for uh, his the, the division he um 13 and 3 is record he's uh six a uh, 5 8 69 uh, point, 69 and a half inch reach he's coming off of uh two wins uh versus Tom, one off thomas almeida the other one versus uh, frankie signs um, I, I like the kid. I think he's aggressive. I like his uh, even his jujitsu game. And then you know, he's, and then he's going against uh, Mar- um, Davy Grant. You know, I, I I just really never been too high on Davy Grant. I know his jujitsu game. That's that's the way he's most likely going to want to win um, a fight. But I, I just I, I'm not seeing it here. I think this is a case where um, the the OG is actually going to um, get beat by the, the the new guy, Jonathan Martinez. Uh, Davy Grant's 35 years old. Uh, Father Time is uh, catching up uh, tremendously. Jonathan Martinez is 26 years old. I, I just like everything about Jonathan Martinez. I would uh, personally bet him. I like him a lot in this matchup, and I, and I think that uh, he rolls here easily. Next up on the card, we will have uh, Charles Jordan. He's going to fight Marcelo Rojo. Oh, man, this is this is super interesting. Uh, Charles Jordan, uh, his striking is really, really fun to watch, but he puts himself in, sometimes in a situation where he can be hit and uh, that that can obviously be a detriment to himself. Um, uh, on the other hand, Masala um, Rojo, you know, not you know, not too much is known about him, but I I do know his jujitsu game off his back is really really slick. If you go and watch some of his fights, uh, you know, in his earlier career, he has some super slick submissions. Um, that you know, and I, I just I really like that. So. On this one, man, it's it's the OG versus kind of the newer guy in, the, in this and. Um, I don't know, man. I don't like playing the favorite money down on Charles Jordan. I think it's a it's just a little too pricey, um, in my opinion. And um, I, I think that uh, 
I think that I would just if I had to, it would be dog or pass on this one. I know I'd go with Rojo um, on this one, but uh, like I said, don't even don't take my opinion on that one because it's just whatever. Uh, next up on the card, we have the Ronnie Yaya and versus Ray Rodriguez. Uh, Ronnie Yaya, man, uh, Father Time once again uh, is, is to me is gonna is gonna catch up with with these guys, you know. And uh, Ronnie Yaya is, is just one of those guys. His striking is, is not good, man. Um, his jujitsu, of course, world class. Um, but he, he's a little bit smaller for the division. He's 36 years old. He's he's 5'6". Um, you know, he, he's, you know, he's he's three years older, one inch smaller, uh, reach is small is shorter. Uh, Ray Rodriguez is uh, just tougher. I think has a better gas tank. I, I think that uh, even later in the second, third round, that possibly um, that possibly that Ronnie Yaya could be uh, taken out in the third round by TKO KO uh, Ray Rodriguez. Uh, next up on the card uh, for the prelims, we have Nazar Haparov uh, versus Don Madge. Um, that was oh, actually that got canceled. Got canceled. Yeah, yeah. I, that was going to be a bet of mine. Don Madge, I just really liked uh, the way he checks leg kicks, brown belt jiu-jitsu, but it's over, so no point of talking about it. Sorry for that. Um, next up, we have uh, Zubraba Tukahov versus R- Ricardo Ramos. Oh, man, this is uh, this is going to be a very interesting uh, fight here. Uh, Z- Zubara, he's super, super aggressive. Well, really good uh, all-around mixed martial arts game. Um, I, I really like him here. I think that he's going to roll, and it's going to be uh, quite easy. And uh, so I, I, that's pretty much all I'm going to get into that with the, that one. Um, let's see. Next up on the card, we have uh, K- Courtney Casey versus JJ Aldich. You know, you watch the if you watch listen to the MMA show here on the podcast. I mean, I absolutely love this type of women's MMA. You know, just gets me thrilled. <laughs> it's it's uh, it is what it is, man. Uh, Courtney Casey just uh, I mean, just always wants to just be taken down. Never can you trust her to not give up a uh, takedown and be on her back. She thinks she's gonna do some kind of submission, and it just never. You know, and obviously she's done it once, but it, or twice, but it's just really not gonna happen. Um, I like JG Aldich here. I think JG Aldich is uh, meaner standing. She's gonna be more aggressive. I think that uh, she could take down Casey. So I, I just say go with uh, Courtney uh, with JJ Aldich. But once again, low women's class MMA. Usually you go dog or pass, but on this one, uh, I would back JJ Aldich as the slight favorite. All right. So sorry, <clears throat> I rushed through that uh, the prelims there, but it was uh, you know, what there it really wasn't the the best. So now we'll get into better, at least. Yeah, now now we'll get into at least a little bit more fun in there. But uh, let's see, uh, let's see. Bannerman, Bannerman said the kid can crack. Uh, nasty mean streak. So all right. Next up on the card, so on the main event, we're gonna have uh, Darren Stewart uh, versus Eric Anders. Darren Stewart was negative one seventy five at the time he wrote this versus Eric Anders at plus one fifty five on the comeback. Um, you know, Eric Anders, you know. Great athlete, yeah, former Alabama, you know, football player, you know, roll tide. I absolutely love uh, Alabama football, but, you know, it's it's just it's not football, man. This is MMA. These guys have been working for a long, long time to to develop their game while you were in college, you know, banging cheerleaders. These guys were over there in the gym. So uh, Darren Stewart, uh, absolutely amazing, man. Uh, fought a, a good war versus Kevin Holland, who everyone knows is super, super uh, highly thought of right now. Um, I, I like Darren Stewart in this spot here. Um, I think the first f- first round will be uh, super sketchy because Eric Anders has some power. Um, but I, I all around, I think that Darren Stewart is the veteran. I love backing the veteran in that spot. So I, I think Darren Stewart rolls here. 
Next up on the card, we have uh, uh, Manel Cape, yeah, a new prospect in the UFC. You know, he fought uh, his last fight for his Pantoja, which we had Pantoja as a bet, and I'm glad we cashed that. But Manel Cape, he, he failed to throw volume. Um, he needed to put more hands on Pantoja. He didn't do it, and, um, you know, it ended up costing him the fight. Um, I, I don't really – I don't know what when people or strikers stand there and they just look at people and then they – like I, I don't quite know what they're doing when they're not throwing their hands and expecting to win the fight. So hopefully Manel Cape, uh, this is his bounce back fight where he comes in and actually shows his uh, striking game because it is very good and, and diverse. And his strike, his defense is good too. But uh, Matthias Nikolai, he's, you know, really good himself. A BJJ black belt from Nova and Yao. Um, you, you know, but he's susceptible to being knocked out. Dustin Ortiz knocked him out. Um, but you know, that's a, and a veteran of the game. And, um, I, I just, I can't back, um, Nikolai in the spot at, at this, at this price. So I, I would go with Manel Cape. I think Manel Cape has more to show than he showed us in his last fight. So I, I just really like, uh, I, I'd pick Manel Cape, uh, in this situation. Um, let's see. Hang on in the chat. Like I say, sweet P Leslie, thank you for joining from Nashville. Appreciate you uh, being here. Um, let's see. Next up, we got Angela Hill at a negative 365, man. I mean, I can't even believe I'm seeing the number um, versus the Ashley Yoder. The comeback is plus 305. I don't care what you think. Angela Hill is not worth negative 365. If you don't bet, if you don't bet often that you have to put $365 to win $100 on Angela Hill. That's just crazy, man. I mean, I, I mean, Ashley Yoder stand up. De yeah, definitely not that great. But uh, her jujitsu is, is better than Angela Hill. So if she can grind Angela Hill against the fence and get her down, there is a slight chance for her to win. I'm, I, I'm going to pick Angela Hill here. But I really I just three negative 365 for Angela Hill. And bro, she, not to mention that DraftKings. Angela Hill is the most expensive DraftKings player on the card. I, I, I couldn't even believe what I saw when I saw that $9,400 for Angela Hill, folks, you guys willing to lay 9,400 on Angela Hill. I don't know, man. I, well, I just, I can't. You think it would be worth it to just drop just as a value bet, like quarter of a unit on Yoder by decision. Something yeah. Like I, that. I mean, I, I, she's plus three Oh five straight up. I didn't check the odds, but Yoder you know. by decision, Yoder by uh, possible submission could possibly happen, but I, I, I it's women's MMA, so don't get crazy, folks. Yeah, no, I'm decisions, are, decisions are are very very fun, uh, you know, props for women's MMA if you're going to get into them. But ninety four hundred dollars, if you put Angela Hill in your lineup, I don't know you. Don't watch next week. I don't even want to talk to you. So um, you know, it is what it is. But I'm going to pick Ashley Hill to win. But I don't like it. I'm not betting it. Don't you bet it? Please don't bet it. Hope you don't bet it. Next up on the card, we have uh, two very, very exciting fighters. Uh, Dan Ige uh, versus Gavin Tucker. Dan Ige was negative 125, uh, the, the writing of these notes, and uh, the comeback was plus 105 on the veteran Gavin Tucker. You know, this fight um, here is going to be very interesting. you got the black belt and Gavin Tucker versus, I believe, a black belt also in Dan Ige. You know, Gavin Tucker has been in this, this game for a while. He just hasn't been fighting as much as someone like Dan Ige. Um, I, I've been pretty high on Gavin Tucker, but it's, it's so hard to go against Dan Ige when he trades with Khabib. He's got a good manager. Um, it seems like they put him in a, a good spot to train always. 
So um, I, I just I'm having a tough time picking between the two of these ones. I I keep wanting to pick Gavin Tucker, but I and then like it's the Dan Ige training with Khabib and possibly that really throws me off. So, I, but I'm going to stick with my gun. I'm going to go with Gavin Tucker. I, I think he's just got the all around better game. I think he's also bigger and stronger, but um, we'll find out, you know, this is, this is betting and you know, that's, that's what it, it is, what it is. Um, next up on the card, we got Misha Serkinov versus Ryan Span. I mean, well, no, you know, Rockwell's after the, um, Eagles. Oops, sorry, dude. I don't know. Um, I think the Misha, yeah, yeah. The um, co-main. yeah, Rothwell uh, canceled. Sorry, uh, that oh, was that the got one. canceled. Oh, yeah, that was the that was the one that got canceled. We had him in our DraftKings lineup, so okay. no worries. Um, yeah, so next up on the card uh, will be Misha Serkinov will be the co-main event versus Ryan Span. Um, you know, on on this one, it's holy moly, clicked something wrong. Sorry. Um, you know, with Misa Shurkinov, big, huge, strong dude, super, you know, his hit the game. He needs to get this guy down on the ground and, and implement his jujitsu game and his wrestling game. Ryan Spann, I, I think he's just a little undersized for the division. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't quite see anything. He's not peaked. I mean, he's peaked a long time ago. I don't see anything as a prospect. I'm going to go with Misa Shurkinov here. I think that Misha can, uh, is, can absolutely can bully him, get him down on the ground and uh, possibly submit him because I think that that's the weakness that uh, Ryan Span has. So uh, I, I, I just I just really believe that Misha should win that one, especially the OG. And I love backing the OG, um, you know, versus a more of a newcomer. Um, and so now we got the the main event of the evening. You know, it's, uh, you know, Bilal, remember the name Muhammad versus Leon Edwards. Um, dude, I, I'm not a – I'm personal. This is kind of like Dominic Cruz last week. I'm not a big fan, you know, but I am a fan of uh, good martial arts. And I am, I know as an analyst that Leon Edwards is absolutely incredible. His, uh, his wrestling game and his striking game is world-class. I mean, if you go back and you look, I think it's five years ago, he, he fought Kamari Usman. He went to a decision versus Usman like three, five years ago, something like that. That's crazy, man. He didn't get beat. He didn't get subbed. Yeah, that he was just a close got... fight. I watched it. Um, yeah, and, and that, he but... just he he learned a lesson that day about what upper echelon grappling and wrestling. I really think that Leon Edwards has come a long, long way. Uh, even much as I have hatred for him because I'm a big uh, George Gamebred Masvidal fan, and I think the two piece in the soda already won. I really believe that uh, Leon Edwards is is absolutely going to dominate the Bilal Muhammad. Uh, the UFC is very good at matchmaking and getting you. And your feelings involved. Um, the feelings that I mean by is like um, lately, Bilal Muhammad has our feelings because he's been fighting recently. He went and knocked out. He beat someone he shouldn't, you know, and that gives you emotional. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm going to bet on that guy. Then you got Leon Edwards, who's not really a big fan favorite. Um, you know, the, he doesn't get talked about a lot, doesn't fight often because he's been getting, um, you know, his co fights have been getting canceled between Kazmat a couple times and COVID and, and all these things. He hasn't fought in over a year. That's so why he hasn't fought in, in so long. Yeah, he's exactly. He's had cancellations and stuff like that. Cancellations, and he had COVID personally. So I um I, I just – I like Leon Edwards. The The price tag is warranted, in my opinion. I think that uh, that Leon Rocky or Leon Rocky Edwards can finish Bilal Muhammad. I, it's no disrespect to Bilal Muhammad. I'm a huge Bilal Muhammad fan. I think he's an incredible person. Um, I love the, the respect he has for his religion. The fact that he's one of the only fighters that fights during Ramadan and uh, doesn't get to eat a lot of new calories and still 
um, chooses to train and fight during Ramadan. So shout out to, you know, Bilal, remember the name Muhammad. Like I said, huge fan. I just think that this is a different level. I really think that uh, Elian Edwards has seen everything that uh, Bilal is going to bring. Um, this is a spot where I think, like I said, Bilal Muhammad is um, going to roll here. So, uh, you know, take my my word for what it is. And so, uh, you know, I'll recap my, my bet. So my bet um, is Matt. What do you think about the um, Edwards in the in, inside the distance bet? I think it's plus 240. Oh. Leon inside the distance at plus 240, I, I I like it a lot. I mean, you're getting value on a guy that is world class. Um, he knows he needs to put on a show here for everyone to get a you know to get a title shot, a true title shot. So if he wants to put on a show here, he needs and wants a title shot, he needs to get the TKO KO. The plus 240 at a, a when he's a what what's the, his odds at right now? Negative 300. Um, negative yeah so you know um that's good that's decent value if you're gonna bet negative 270 i might as well bet 100 on him tko ko um but you know Bilal's tough so you know don't don't get it twisted so uh, but for so for the ufc this weekend uh, i have only one bet i was gonna do two i didn't want to stretch it and push it because uh you don't fire for no reason my only bet of the card will be matthew selzenberger It'll be 1.25 units on him to win. Um, I was also thinking about doing the under um, on that fight. I, I really believe that Matthew Selzenberger is just way tougher than Jason Witt. I, I think that uh, once Jason Witt gets clinched up with Matt Selzenberger, he's going to feel elbows and knees that he just does not ever want. He's going to fold up so fast, man. So um, I, I just, you know, I really like the under on that one. I think it was uh, under one and a half is plus 220 folks plus 220 on a guy that i think can absolutely devastate jason uh wit so if you like that you know go and hit that prop up but uh as of right now the plus the 1.25 units on matthew selzenberger to dominate is our bet um but i got i also have um our DraftKings lineup that we will be doing this week um you know I originally had um, Linz in my DraftKings lineup as my middle tier guy, and then he got pulled out, so I had to kind of shuffle um, a little bit earlier. But my first play uh, will be Matthew Selzenberger. He'll be at 8,400. I have Ray Rodriguez, and I got him at seven grand. I got Leon Rocky Edwards at nine grand. I got Matthias Nikolai at 7,500. I got Darren Stewart at 8,900, and I got JJ Aldich at 8,500. That leaves you $700 for you to play with. Um, so if you don't like one of the ones I picked, you can shuffle it all around. But uh, I really feel like it's a solid lineup that you guys have there and that uh, that that you could cash uh, something there. And, uh, yeah, someone in the chat, Tippy, said it's five. He has five rounds to, uh, you know, to knock out um, Bilal Muhammad. And let's see what that prop pays. Uh, let's see. Sorry, folks. Let's see. TKOQ. Edwards. You know, I can't find that one right now. Either way, but yeah, for? if you like if you like Edwards a lot, you know, there's a chance of a TKO KO. He's got five rounds, so yeah. How the hell is Leon Edwards cheaper than freaking Angela Hill? Well, I, it's, I, I, it's it's interesting because I mean, Leon's had a layoff, and then Muhammad's he's on a roll. So you would think, you know, Leon wouldn't be as big a favorite. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he would get by bet down lower but sharps are just gonna eat that up if that yeah happens. well the real ufc guys uh in analysts they know uh leon, leon rocky edwards is world class i mean his jujitsu ju wrestling and his striking though the striking is what i really am digging 
um, on uh, Leon Rocky Edwards. So I think he rolls here and he rolls quite easily. I think this week's DraftKings is going to be a lot of fun. So like I said, if uh, you want to play that lineup uh, with us, go ahead. You got $700, $700 extra to play with. Yeah, if we'll post draw- that up on, on Twitter later in the week too. All right. So uh, for, you know, for fights wise, I mean, that's pretty much uh, it for when it comes to that. But since we have a little bit more time than normal, which is uh, unusual, which is I'm actually stoked about, we get to talk about cryptocurrency, uh, something I'm really, really we big. Could, um, we could take some questions, too, if um, yeah. anybody in the chat got MMA questions before we hit the crypto. Yeah, you guys, if you ever have a, ch- a question on a, a fight I didn't touch base on. Um, feel free to ask inside the chats and I will gladly uh, touch base on it. But uh, for now, you know, we're going to we're going to talk about something that me and T love a lot. And, that it, you know, definitely is beneficial for all of you. And that's a cryptocurrency. Uh, cryptocurrency is a, bl- a blockchain technology. Uh, originally, Bitcoin it was made in 2008 when the financial crisis happened. Satoshi Nakamoto, he, uh, he coded it. And uh, ever since then, it's just been literally uh, digital gold and uh, changing the world, kind of like the 90s uh, tech boom for the internet. Uh, T and I have gotten into cryptocurrency, um, uh, Bitcoin, and other investments since about 2017. 2017 was a huge year for uh, pre-ICO and ICOs, So, which means a pre-initial coin offering. So if a company was had an idea, they write a white page, a white paper. And you can read the white paper, and it kind of tells you what the business model for the company is coming. And you could then invest your Bitcoin or other currency into that company and hope for a big return. Uh, T and I got into companies like Nexo. Um, he got in Voyager. Um, wh- I mean, we were early investors in Waves back in the day. Uh, many other ones. So, you know, ones that we put $500 in and ended up getting uh, were, you know, up 20 plus grand um, just on that. So we really like to encourage our, in, our fans to invest. Uh, it, please, you know, if you take 5 10%. And invest in U.S. stocks or cryptocurrency. So, so awesome looking. I, I I just really I just really think that uh, it Love just it. will change it will change your life. You know, um, there's only 21 million Bitcoin, nine almost 19 million are mined. So there's only uh, two million left. Once two million hit, the scarcity is just goes through the roof, and the price goes through the roof, and uh, it, it's going to be super interesting. Um, Tippy on the chat says, "I'd be interested to who you think." can beat Jan or what sort of style even gives him trouble. He's so well-rounded, maybe in one. Uh, well, you know, with Jan, he is. Uh, I think that Jan starts slow and he kind of methodically picks apart his opponent late in, it, later in the fight. I think someone that's a fast starter that has heavy hands is going to be the one to uh, maybe d- really dethrone Jan and uh, just put him on his ass. Because, you know, like I said, you're going to have to have power and come aggressive in the first round. Um you know, so I, I, I right now off the top of my head, I I don't know. So it, it's we'll see. But um, so yeah, back to the cryptocurrency. You know, so for right now, we picked we're gonna pick a coin of the week, and the coin of the week is uh, gonna be Ocean, uh, Ocean Protocol. Um, T, if you want to talk a little bit about Ocean, I'll pull it on. Let me pull the chart up. Well, Ocean is uh, basically they, uh, they're connected to Elon's uh, uh, carbon initiative that's uh, going to be huge. They deal with data, and data is going to be very huge in blockchain because it's all ones and zeros uh, having to do with computers and, and coded stuff. So data is going to be huge in, in the future and um, storage. And But um, Ocean deals a lot with uh, artificial intelligence and, and, like I said, data, so self-driving cars. 
like Tesla is it will be closely related with them. That's why Elon uh, is yeah, Elon and the clean energy. They're, they're gonna yeah. be getting into that stuff. The German Swiss banks just made a um, a deal with um, Ocean as well, so they will be uh, using them and implementing them into the you know the future. The the future is not you know twenty five trillion dollars in debt system that keeps printing U.S. dollar bills. It's just really it's just not man. I mean with inflation, U.S. dollar it 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 literally weakens every day that it sits in your bank account with inflation so not only does you know they just print it and it loses value you're losing in value while everything just inflates so um like ocean right now uh, t what what price did we get in on that uh we bought at 99 on this last dip yeah like so, 99 cents. so about 99 cents we uh, bought an uh, ocean protocol um we bought it on voyager voyager is a um, awesome app and investment also that T and I have. They, um, they, their platform, uh, trading platform. You can yeah, go like on. The, they like the Robin Hood of crypto, but they're uh, yeah. a million times better than the Robin Hood could ever Yeah, they're be. super cool. So if you want to go US download, exchange. you want to download the Voyager app, if you uh, use the promo code MIC, I think it's 360. Actually, you know what? I don't even I'd have to get that. But either way, yeah, you can get 25 and free Bitcoin just for uh, for doing it. And that's, you know, worth it in general, because in the future, you know, 25 and Bitcoin will be hundreds. So um, I, th I think it's just well worth you guys doing because like I said, Voyager or uh, Ocean, you could buy on Voyager and Voyager is just an amazing app that you could also invest in. Um, so. They have a stock, too, and I recommend looking into the stock. I think the stock in the long haul might might end up doing better than the um, token but that both should do really yeah well. so yeah if you're interested in that you know it's the voyager app super uh super trusted really good uh, app it takes about a day to get verified if you want to use the promo code it's mic625 you'll get 25 and free bitcoin once you uh purchase or, or trade for a hundred dollars worth of another coin so it's super cool but um so yeah ocean protocol like so we got about 99 dollars, and it just keeps to be it, it's just obviously soaring and as you can look at the chart if you look at the if you look at the, yeah, look at the and it's, yeah it's, if you look at the trend look at the trend line right now you know it, it's it it obviously when the yellow when the orange would dip down and in the middle of that chart and it hit that purple that's when it, it got support correct t yeah well um the the orange is the 21 so it's sitting on that now getting support but yeah the the, the purple is my 190 and um that's when we got in you know that that's that's like my my alert okay. when I see that's it hitting the 190 and stuff like that, that that's usually when you yeah, yeah. so so yeah when you're reading charts you look at the looking at that orange that orange line as it dips it dip and dip in and as soon as it gets closest to that that purple indicator is when you want to buy because then you're like all right it's pretty low from where it was it dipped now we'll buy it and go up and if you look at that we were spot on with exactly where our entry point uh for that was no Voyager is not exclusive to the no, U.S. It should it's be a, worldwide. It's now. worldwide. So, like I said, download it. It's Voyager app. MIC. They actually started in Canada. Um, it, it was a Canadian yeah. company because when we originally bought in, it was BQ um, X Bitcoins, mm. and then Bitcoins changed into Ethos, and then Voyager came, um, and they already had a, a company, a Canadian company, and they came through and they bought um, Ethos. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I real the reason why we preach this cryptocurrency stuff is because it changed my life, man. I was, I used to be an, just an EMT on the ambulance. I worked, I made 1350 an hour saving lives, working 60 hours a week. My paycheck after two weeks would barely be $900. I was losing my ass, losing my mind. I, I couldn't afford anything, man. 
uh, my life was just insane, man. I mean, that's what kind of what the American way is. It's, it's set up insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and, and not doing anything different. And so my I was just insane by not investing, by not changing my, my habits. And so the day that I in 2017 that I decided to invest in Bitcoin and then, then it got me into Tesla. I got into Tesla about ninety nine dollars, one hundred twenty dollars before pre split. Uh, yeah, you killed split. me on Tesla, man. Yeah. I so Tesla, Tesla, Tesla changed my whole fucking life. So I love you, Elon. Um, I'm a Tesla ratchet. I, I will cheer and die for it after it's what it's done for changing my life. And so is Bitcoin. And so is Nexo. And so has uh, Ocean. We'll start doing that as well. Ocean and we, is looking great right now. I mean, I, this I, is a four hour chart. And honestly, it's looking it's looking like it's getting ready to run again. So we'll see. Yeah. And, and, and so, like I said, with all these, with us knowing the space pretty well and, and trending technology, I mean, o Ocean is super, super undervalued. I mean, I, I it's going to be over $5 easy in the future, $10 easy. It's just, like I said, buy it, hold it, and keep investing uh, every month, 10%, 5% of all your pay into stocks or crypto. And I promise you, um, in years to come, you'll have a lot better cash flow. Every single time I get a tax return uh, from my work, I, I it's going at least half into crypto or stocks. And, uh, you know, then years down the road, I can actually uh, use it. So, you know, I just want you guys to do that so you could change your life and help your kids, help your families. Um, you know, 401ks work well, but they don't work well enough. You know, they're they're in control of from someone else. Yep. But yeah, yeah this is going to be a great year of crypto. man. Awesome. So, awesome. yeah, so we, we, we just really want to, to pitch that to you guys. So look into it, you know, Voyager app on um, on Voyager app all over on the freaking on iTunes store, on the Google Play store. It, like I said, if you want 25 free Bitcoin, if you trade 100, it's MIC 625. And uh, super cool that they even do that because uh, losing 25 bucks is crazy um, on Bitcoin. So. But uh, you know, we appreciate you guys uh, tuning in this week. I know it's a little bit different this time. Uh, I want to we, we're going to change it up and get you guys a little bit more of, of me and, and the fact of so I can break down stuff th more thorough. Um, we love you guys. We we can't uh, thank you enough for tuning in. Every single person on the chat, you know, the Jackie girl, Tippy, Mel B, uh, Ryan Richardson, our sponsor, most beautiful fisherman over there in Kansas City. Uh, just, you know, all you guys, you know, we, we couldn't I mean, do this without you. Jamie Birch, uh, Bannerman, thank you for being here. Sweet Pea Leslie, uh, every single one of you who makes it possible for us to, uh, you know, make this a show. We appreciate you. Um, like I said, uh, subscribe, like the show, follow us each week. And with that, let's roll.